Hello and welcome to Joy's World, the podcast. Today I have a very special guest with me. I'm not alone for a change in my living room. <laughs> he is the poet of the moment, I would say. Would you say that? Yeah, um, I guess I would actually, yeah. He's 31. Yeah. He lives in Portsmouth. Yep. So there's going to be a big fluctuation of black women going to Portsmouth now, you know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He goes by the name of Terrell the Poet. Welcome. Hey, morning. Good morning. Morning. How are you feeling? That's always my first question to my guests. First question, how am I feeling? I feel happy. I'm living in abundance. I got asked this question last night. I was on the phone to a friend. Mm-hmm. And I was explaining to them that, um, to give it an analogy, I'd probably say I'm one bite away from being full, meaning being content. So um, I'm living in abundance right now. That's good, that's good. And you're an early riser. Yeah, yeah, I've always been an early riser. Um, as much as my alarms are set, you know, for 6.30 or 7 o'clock, my natural body clock, I'm, I'm programmed to get up early before my alarms anyway. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem getting up in the morning. I do. I hate, <laughs> I hate mornings. And I have to get up because I have to take my daughter to school. I hate the school run. You have kids, do you hate the school run? It's not even that bad. For me, why I, why I enjoy my school run is just because... It's just that extra time with my kids. All right, Terrell, make me feel like a bad parent. All right, all right. No, do you know what I hate, right? It's all the little kids coming towards me with scooters. No, 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 I get that. Obviously, yeah, there's there's, there's, there's an annoying element of it, but I don't hate the school run. I I really don't hate the school run. Just Just me then? Well, no, obviously, there's probably others who share the same thing, but I really... No, obviously, I, I can. I definitely would say that you, you love your kids. I'm not saying you don't love your kid, but I just really love being around. Well, that's kids. questionable. Is it questionable? Yeah. Obviously, at times. I love her at times. Yeah, at times. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> but I just like. I really just love my daughters. Honestly, I do. Good, good. And how old are they for the listeners? Six and four. Six and four. Nice. Yeah. So they passed the tantrum stage. Yeah, they don't. They, they don't have tantrums. No, they are at the age where they can communicate how they feel, and that's what I and their mum teach and instill in them communicate use your words we always say that that's good yeah i say that as well yeah we have to say that because otherwise i'll just yeah <laughs> okay so a little birdie tells me because i've done my research wow. that you like to write your poems while you're driving <laughs> so terrell yeah have you written a poem about me you 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 joy yeah <laughs> No, I haven't. I haven't. Oh my gosh. Yet, yet. I'm offended. So yet. by the end of this interview, will there be a poem in your head? End of this interview, that's that's okay. I don't know if this is gonna come later on in terms of my my methodology in mm-hmm. regards to my writing, but you know, I put a lot of time and effort into my writing and if you want it to be, you know, a work of art, mm-hmm. you have to give me some time. I'll give you a week. <laughs> a week. You know, I'm a dad, I work full time. I'll give you two weeks. <laughs> I've got shows. <laughs> All right, three weeks. You're pushing it now. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, time. But there will you. You have to promise me and my listeners that there will be a poem for Joy. Okay, cool. We'll yeah, yeah, that's a deal. That's a deal. Okay, that's you can't deal. go back on your promise. No, no, never. You that. said it. Now you put it out into the universe. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I'm not gonna hold a grudge, please, because I'm very forgiving. Much appreciated. And even though you haven't written me a poem, I've written one for you. Oh, wow. Are you ready? Yes. Bearing in mind, I wrote this last night. Yeah. Okay. But I put a lot of thought and effort into it. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Go. So first of all, it took me a really long time to think of the title. 
Okay? Yeah. It's called Terrell. Okay. Do you see what's going? Yeah, Do you see what's going? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I want you to judge this at the end and when it's finished, just give me your natural reaction, whether it's a clap, whether it's a click. Yeah. Whether it's a what the fuck was that joy. Yeah. But I've I've really tried. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You've inspired me and I've really tried. Okay. okay. Shoot. <sighs> Hold on, let's just get the yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Deep, deep breaths. Okay. Ready. You wrote a poem about black women while you were sitting at home, just chilling. Now, I don't know if you have found your Nubian queen, but I am still looking for my Nubian king. He doesn't have to have a lot of bling bling, but I do require a big ding-a-ling. As I woke up this morning and I was sitting and yawning, as I woke up from my atrocious snoring, it took all my power to get up and have a shower because I didn't want to smell as I was meeting the one and only Terrell. Okay. Wow. I know. I know. I know. Click. Genuinely. Bars. But I'm actually proud of that. Nah, that's dope. That's honestly dope. Um, have, you, have you written before? Is, it, is that honestly your first time? No. It's my first time. Well. Okay, I've dabbled. she's an expert people, I've dabbled, so I've dabbled in dabbled. poetry before, okay. definitely, yeah. um, but that one was, you know, coming from the heart, Yeah. you know, because your poem about black women came from the heart, so would you like to tell us how, obviously we know what inspired it, black women, but yeah. what made you decide to write it? Would you ask to write it for the event, or...? Nah, the thing is, so my children's mother is pro-black, and... For a long time, she was always saying, you know, write something about black women. You know, you show your appreciation because it's not spoken about enough. So that poem was written, I can't remember, it was written some point. I started it last year, but then I actually finished it like, early this year. Mm-hmm. And there's poems that I don't post. Yeah. I, just sit, I just leave them in my archives and I sit on them. And the first time I performed it, um, it was at, I'll give you a story. When I done the Black Magic Awards in... Where did they see me? I think somebody saw me. Yeah, I've done the Black Magic Awards in June. Yeah, and a lady saw me perform and she said she wanted me to perform at her birthday. Mm-hmm. And she asked me if I could write a poem for her birthday. She was turning 40. And I thought, oh, this would be a good time to do the Black Woman because it's a milestone. So I performed the piece at her birthday. Yeah. Similar thing. Um, it was well received. Obviously, it was a congregation of black women and that was the first time that i performed it so um with the black magic awards that was um in october i wasn't even supposed to attend i wasn't right. even supposed to be on the bill so kojo is my mentor and he's also my business partner and, okay you know and co-founder to the poetry jam which is my show so the week the black magic awards women's edition was october the 10th which mm-hmm. was a monday right i was talking to kojo at work on the thursday just in regards to the performance of ticket sales in the show. And he just cut and went, you want to perform on Monday? And he said, it'd be really good for you to perform, especially with the run-up to the show, and you can obviously promote the show. I said, all right, cool. And he went, listen, obviously, we're celebrating black women. Write something around, you know, black excellence, you know, mm-hmm. supporting women. I was like, yeah, you got I that. got you. I yeah. got you. Mm-hmm. So then, obviously, you know, it came to the big day, came down to London. You know, I was with the other poets doing rehearsals backstage. And, you know, the structure of it is Kojo would hear all of the poets first. And then he would decide the running order. So there was five of us at the time. Mm -hmm. All of us said their pieces. And, you know, he wanted me 
to end it. Yeah. To be fair, I want it to end it's it. It's always best to go last. Yeah, I, I, love, I, going I last. love going last. You, know, you so, can see um, the competition. Well, it's not I even bet com- they hated you no, after. No, no, no. The thing is, it's not even a competition because four of three of the poets that were alongside me are part of my team. Okay. And when I say part of my team, they performed with me at the poetry jam, the, the launch, you know, so they're part of my family. Okay. Um, as well as Nate the Lyricist, who was the fifth poet there, who's a great wordsmith, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not even competition. Mm-hmm. I don't see this but as But you know you were the best in it. And you know that you went home like, oh, no, it's not, it's not even a thing that I was the best, you know what? It was powerful. It was literally delivering a message. We all delivered a message. And, you know, I was glad to see the reactions mm. of people. Yeah. And that my message was well received by the audience. And I think it's a time where we need it. I yeah. feel like black women need it. I feel like black men need it as well, actually. Yeah, because I feel like it's it's nice to know that there are still black men that are championing their black women because yeah. a lot of the time we feel like they're not. Do no, you know no, what I mean? 100%. And, you know, not only... <laughs> the craziest thing about that video is I was the first person to send it out on whatsapp and then obviously it got shared and shared and shared and shared and shared and it's crazy to think that you know kind of like um the ripple effect yeah you drop something in the ocean and it just ripples out mm-hmm. i'm literally at the center of that ripple and yeah. that's an amazing thing because i don't know how far it's reached i've got people that are that have messaged me in different countries you know mm-hmm. sweden somebody's messaged me want me to come to america Obviously, I've got the UK, people that want me to do shows in Manchester, Birmingham, Cardiff. So you're booked. Um, no, it's... I'm busy. The, oh, this month, I'm, I'm in London every week. I've got to drive back every week mm. to do show appearances, talks. So... But that's good. That's no, positive. it's good. I'm not complaining. Yeah it's, yeah, it's definitely positive. And I think for me, I'm so appreciative of the position that I'm in. And I love the fact that I'm getting support by my community. And more importantly, so yeah. black men, because black men are tough critics. You know, we sometimes we don't want to support our own because we, you know, we we've been instilled. We've got that competitive mindset. You know, we're always out there competing with one another, and that's why you know when you mentioned you know in regards to the running order about competition, mm. it ain't about competition for me personally. It's not about competition. If you win, they all win. Exactly. Exactly. Well, not you know what I mean. Not no, winning exa- the prize. Yeah, but, no, you know. exactly. You know what I mean. It's it's all about winning. Yeah, for and me. and also I feel like there's enough space for everybody. Exactly. There's twenty four hours in a day. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be one person that shines at a time. No. We can all shine. And that's the problem with, I'm gonna say, not all of us. But most of us, in terms of this competitive nature, you mm. know, as the saying goes, each one teach one. Mm. And with the teachings that I'm getting from, you know, Kojo and other people that I'm networking and meeting with, when you have a gift, when you're blessed with a gift, whatever that gift may be, it is your due diligence to share that gift with the world or else that gift will be taken from you. Yeah. So... You know, I've been blessed with the gift of speech, you know, to deliver messages in a in a creative art form where it's received by people in a in a way that empowers and it resonates with them. Mm-hmm. Both men and women, black, white, Asian, Chinese, whatever, you know. And for me it's so surreal because anyone that knows me 
this wasn't my plan A. What was your plan A? I'm a footballer, through okay. and through. Everybody that knows Terrell Lewis is a footballer. Mm-hmm. If you Google Terrell Lewis, football, that's what will come up. Well, that's the majority of what comes up. You know, that was always my football. Um, I did have the opportunity to play professional, so I did play professional for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously getting older now, I'm still playing semi-professionally, but with how things are going with the poetry, mm. you know, I'm considering hanging up my boots. I'm an expert at football. Yeah? Mm. Okay, why no. are you an expert? I'm joking. No. <laughs> I know there's like a goalie. Do you know how many players are on a team? 11. Okay. I don't know what the offside rule is. What did you play? Like midfield? Is that, yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, midfield? Yeah, midfield? Oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. I'm, I'm so right. smart. I'm, right. I'm, so, I'm so smart. <laughs> is there such thing as a side man? There is such thing as a side man, but in a footballing context, no. So what happens if you're on the bench? Can you be on the bench for like the you're whole sub- game? Yeah, of course you can. You're a substitute. I'd be pissed. Wouldn't you be pissed? Yeah, there are, yeah people do get pissed off, but you it's know, life, isn't it? It's life. Okay, so you still play sometimes? Yeah, and I still play some professionally. At the moment, um, I'm injured. I've got a groin strain, so I've been out for... Can you grow up? Sorry. Can you really grow up, please? You've got a what, sorry? A groin strain. Okay. I've hurt a muscle on my groin. I know what that means. So, yeah. So you're getting like... <laughs> okay, forgive her, you've got... Forgive her, audience. Please forgive her, she's trying to... No, I'm um, okay. So when you have a, sh- a groin strain, yeah, do you get that? <laughs> do you get that massaged? Do I get it massaged professionally? Yes, obviously, I get it professionally massaged. Okay, and non-professionally, I get it professionally massaged. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I was not expecting that. It's fine. It's not a problem. Okay, we're just gonna move on from the groin. We do apologize <clears throat> for this listening. Thank you. Thank you. She wasn't expecting that. That wasn't part of the interview. I like to do these things off the top of my head because it's much more natural. I don't want to preempt a response. I don't want it to be scripted. This and I see, and I didn't preempt my response to no, the exactly going what straight. I'm trying to say. It's natural. So this we're, is we're, natural. We're two people, you know, we're two people having a conversation. Yes. And that's what, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to lose that. I'm, I'm a normal person. I'm not a celebrity. You know, mm. I still work. I'm a normal guy. You can stop yeah. me on the street, say hello and have a conversation with me. And I don't want to lose that. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so after your poem, obviously yeah. it was about black women. I'm guessing your DMs were popping. So, what has been the most crazy DM? Has anyone offered to help you with your groin strain? No, because no one knows I have a groin strain. <laughs> I know, they know now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the DMs are going to be even more like. Yeah, gosh, yeah, no one knows I have a groin strain until now. But um, I don't know if you saw my most recent post. Um, I got DM'd by Leanne Pinnock. She's one of the four members of Little Mix. I love Little Mix. Don't what does she say? Is she going to help you with a groin strain? No, she's not. Is this an exclusive? Oh. No, it's not an exclusive. I think she's got a boyfriend, don't she? She does. I know who her boyfriend is as well. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a footballer. Has he got a groin strain? I don't know. And I don't care. Okay. Okay, so what did she say? So, yeah. No, so, um, my, you know, I don't know how, well... She came across my poem. It doesn't matter how she came across it, but the mm-hmm. fact that she she came across it mm-hmm. and she appreciates the work that I do. Right. And she reached out to me. You know, she followed both my personal page and also my events page, the Poetry Jam. Okay. And she reached out to me. Um, so obviously, I saw this notification come up and it said Leanne Pinnock. 
use that. So I clicked on it. First thing I noticed was obviously the blue tick verified. I was mm. like, all right, let me see it. Five million followers. Okay, cool. And I read the bio, one of the four of Little Mix. Yeah. I was like, I had to do a double take for a second. So I Googled it and I was like, oh, wow, it's actually her. Mm-hmm. So then I messaged her. Um, I said, listen, that evening, don't know if you're going to get this. I'll probably get lost in your five, amongst your five million followers. But I do appreciate you um, following me and reaching out. Within... I don't, I say seconds, within seconds. Mm. Hey, is this Terrell? Like, yeah. Terrell that done the poem. Like, yeah, it's me. She's like, listen, like, absolutely amazing. I just hope you don't mind um, if I repost your stuff. I was like, yeah, definitely. And she was like, I want to come to your show. Wow. I was like, yeah, cool. Like, definitely come to my show. And, um, you know, we talked for a little bit on Instagram. Mm hmm. And I was, it was so surreal because, but it's nice, you know, that celebrities weren't, they weren't born celebrities. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so, and that's the thing. That's what I, I do appreciate the, when people can just be normal and not, yeah. and not forget that. Just kind of step out of themselves for just one minute. Yeah. And mm. just remember that at some point you was a normal or lived a normal life yeah so for her to you know take the time out and to respond mm-hmm. really appreciate it I really really honestly appreciate it and i'm really humbled by that mm-hmm. so um for you know, i just want to say thank you to leanne pinnick and she said she, she was going to come to the show mm-hmm. whether or not she does that's another question but i did tell her you know if she, if she is going to come to the show let me know so i can make the necessary arrangements you know, so you can make Kojo. necessary arrangements for her but not for me she's little mix no offense, no offense. i'm big mix okay cool you're big <laughs> I did, I did say I'll give you an interview. Okay. Exactly. So all that's right. the perk there. Okay. Well, you know? yeah. Thanks, Leanne. Yeah. And um, she listens to our podcast all the time. Oh, perfect. Then. Allegedly. That's, that's, that's really, really cool. You never know. She might do now. <laughs> she might, yeah. She do you know what I mean? You could, you could message it to her. Just saying. Yeah, just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. We all started out somewhere. Exactly, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. We did. Okay. So that's nice. That's a celebrity encounter. Yeah. Have you had any like marriage proposals? Or offers to be your second baby mother. Wow. Um, don't, I don't like the term baby mother. Mother of the child. Mother of my child. Yeah, I hate that term. Um, no, is a short answer. Really? I haven't had any offers. You know, I've just... I've, honestly, uh, I've had more appreciation mm. for the work that I do. Fun, it's funny because women have... Um, DM'd me because the, the video is in loads of female groups and women's groups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, or, uh, people, <laughs> some women have screenshot some of the messages that have been in the groups. Right. You know, and I've seen loads of like water splashes. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. No, oh. someone was like, you know, is he legal? How old is he? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <And I'm> like, <clears throat> wow. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm 31. You're very legal. Very Are you single? I'm a single. I'm asking for the listeners, obviously. You're asking for the listeners. Obviously. Obviously. I'm professional. Um, no, no. Uh, I'm, Is it complicated? It's not complicated. Well, I've recently come out of a, a long-term relationship. Okay. So at the minute, I'm technically single, but not dating. Okay. Right now. Um, you need to go through a hoe phase. 
the, the, did I go through a whole thing? No, you need to go through one now. No, nah, I don't. That's the wrong thing to do. <laughs> nah, nah, so nah. you just like working on yourself. Exactly. I'm mm. working on myself, perfecting my craft. And because, that, you know, I'm get, it's getting to a point where certain things can be a distraction. If this was 10 years ago happening to me, possibly. You yeah. know, but this is where I can see how much I've grown in the last five years of me being away from London. You know, my whole outlook and mentality and things that I do and how I do things, you know, it's... I, obviously, I, 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 I love women. 100% I love women. But i got to draw the line and say, listen, i got to work. Can't play but you can work and play. You can work. If you've had a long day at work, no, you need right. to come home and play. Nah, you don't need to come home and play. Okay, but you need to enjoy life. And, and I'm enjoying my life. I, saw, I told you, I'm living in abundance. So you're going to resist all these black women that are going to be gluing their wigs down and throwing themselves at you. Hey, listen, I, I've got a friend who said she's going to be the official panty collector at the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, but... Well, I can use my blind stick and beat the women away yeah, if you fine. want. And if I'm in the front row... My mum's going to be at the show. My sister's going to be at the show. So there's, you know... We'll be like a I've got, barricade. I've got a lot of security there. You yeah. know what I mean? So, again, for me, it's... It's it, it's crazy it, how... Like, this conversation is really crazy because it, I'm talking as though I'm a massive celebrity, like an A-lister. Mm. And... I'm not saying that I can't be that mm. potentially one day. Yeah. But, you know, just in regards to, you know, offers and things like that, I haven't, I haven't had any kind of, I haven't had anybody say anything where I'm like, oh my God, like, wow. You know, there was one message that I got from somebody who said, like, I, I'm really thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. And I made, I've made, you know, I, she said, she messaged me and she said, you know, I'm, I'm trying to imagine having a conversation with you I'm pretty sure you can get me to use a different part of my brain but she's just trying she's trying it but in a smart way she's not going in like hardcore she didn't ask me if I was in a relationship before that as well if anyone asks you if you're in a relationship it's because they want to know like do you know what I mean and they want to know the ins and outs yeah but obviously I'm only asking for the listeners no that's absolutely fine do you know what I mean obviously Um... the three I've had three friends I told that I was interviewing you yeah. and they I showed them all your poem yeah. and they were all like, oh, how old is he? Is he single? I could listen to him all day. I was like, guys, just relax, yeah? <laughs> they was like, Joy, like, make sure you ask all of that. I'm like, okay, relax, it's okay. Do you know what I mean? I was like, for all we know, you could be married. But now we know you're not married and you're single, yeah? yeah. Temptation is coming your way. That's all I can no, say. No, that's, that's absolutely fine. You've got you... older women on you. You've got younger women on you. Not too young. We're not our Kelly. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> legal, legal. Yeah. No, okay. I, you know, it's great. I'll give you a story. I don't know how long you've been following me for, but I've done a show in Portsmouth for Black History Month. Mm-hmm. My own Portsmouth University. And I've done an interview after I came off of stage. And I noticed there was a young black girl to the right hand side. And you know when... You notice someone and they're star, starry-eyed, like they've seen a ghost. Not a ghost, but they're, they're in awe. So I finished doing my interview and I'm trying to exit. And she's, I'm like, she stops me. She's like, Terrell, I'm like, hi, how you, how you doing? You okay? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, like I heard you from upstairs. 
and I ran downstairs to watch me and my friends watch your videos on social media and we even based our school project on you and one of your videos and I said like what school do you go to she's like oh you wouldn't know it's, 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 a, it's a private school in, in Surrey young black girl mm -hmm. in Chloe called Chloe and um, at that moment there mm. that was a moment of like, appreciation and you know she said to me can I, can I take a picture can I can I can I have a hug mm -hmm. I, listen I was like of course you can like, I'm not I'm a normal guy of course you can have a hug and a picture with me mm -hmm. you know but it's it's crazy just because she she her and her friends got together mm -hmm. and they done a project on me I think it's because like obviously you're talented and people look up to that do you know what I mean people like seeing talented talented people yeah. and also what it is is that a lot of people are talented but yeah. if they don't know that they're talented they're never going to show their talent yeah so what made you actually realize you know what i do have a talent here um was it just people telling you did you used to just write poems at home and then you know um say them to your friends and family like what made you actually be able to get on stage and share your talent <laughs> said the story many a times and I said I can't get never get sold as I said this was never a plan a you know through through going through you know life mainly downs you know because there was a point in my life where I was really at a low point I was battling depression and um my outlet poetry literally it somewhat saved my life and it helped I typed poems in my phone my emotions just bled out on my phone mm -hmm. and I left it in my phone for like two years I left it there and I was at a kid's party and I met a gentleman by the name of Matt Snelson who's a friend of mine mm -hmm. in Portsmouth. And Matt is an acoustic guitar player and he's, you know, we were talking at the party and he's uh, like, ah, oh, you know, I'm going play the guitar, I was in a band, do open mic nights, you know, we, we should get together sometime. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we made the arrangement, we went to an open mic night and it was in a place called Chichester, which is in West Sussex. Mm -hmm. For those people who don't know Chichester, Chichester is a predominantly white area. So I went, you know, I entered the venue. I was the only black guy there. That was the first kind of like, ooh, uncomfortable mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah. And then um, he went on stage and he introduced me. I came on stage dressed in a jumper, jeans, trainers. Just before I was going to open my mouth, three elderly white ladies come in sat at the back a million thoughts are going through my head mm -hmm. are they gonna get it are they not gonna get it am i gonna get booed what am i doing up there but compose myself mm -hmm. i went into it said the poem place erupted crowd roared cheered clapped whistled it was amazing mm -hmm. it was received so well yeah came off stage i was exiting the building one of the ladies at the back part of the group she stopped. Are you public? Ah, oh, my first time on stage. I've never done it before. You have a gift. Don't stop. Keep going. From that moment, I said, all right, let me see how far this can go. So I've done more open mic nights around the Portsmouth area, you know, just to get more stage experience. Killing shows. And kind of got to a point where I was good in Portsmouth. Yeah. And then an opportunity came up. A big opportunity came up in London, which was the LOL show, mm -hmm. which took place December 2018 last year, where... I made contact with the founders of the show, Darren and Junior Watson, um, two close friends of mine. And I said, listen, I'm doing this poetry stuff. Give me a slot. Let me, let me, let me perform. Mm -hmm. The names on the flyer were Richard Blackwood, 
Slim the comedian, Kojo the comedian, Baba Tunde, big name. Yeah. And then you see Small Print, Pharrell Lewis. So everything was riding on this show because it was back in London, back on home turf. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, Pharrell? What football, Pharrell? Let me see what, let me check out this poetry thing. Let me see what this is about. So the place was literally elbows touching elbows, rammed to the brim. And obviously it's a comedy show. So there's comedians there. But I was so nervous. I was with one of my boys. I couldn't laugh. Mm. I didn't laugh at one joke. I was that nervous. Yeah. I was shaking. So they had an intermission and then the event called and it came to get me. She come and got me. She took me backstage and she saw that I was literally shaking. And she gave me a hug. You know, like a, a mum hug. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's okay, baby. It's going to be fine. I told the DJ my uh, walking music. Yeah. You know, Kojo introduced me. Went on stage. Like, and was so. your piece comedic or was it not at all no, i don't okay. do not that i don't do but i haven't i haven't done any comedic pieces you know it's mm-hmm. all kind of like serious hard-hitting stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> and um i've done a piece about today's society just my thoughts of the world growing up as a black man and how we're perceived and somebody in the crowd recorded it again on their phone yeah not the greatest quality but the sound you could hear what yeah. i was saying mm-hmm and I think video, I saw that. That video again went viral. Four minutes and 40 seconds, that video. And those four minutes and 40 seconds changed my life. It opened the floodgates for everything that preceded all of this. That mm-hmm. I've done, everything I've accomplished was because of that video. Yeah. So to the person who recorded it, again, I don't know who they are, where they are. Try to find out who they were. Yeah. I just want to thank them mm. because I'm here. Yeah. And see, it just takes one person. One you can person. take one person, one video, one recording. Eminem, you, know you only mean? get one shot. That's literally <laughs> all it was. I saw that. You re-recorded it, didn't you? On It was on YouTube. Okay, Or was that so, something similar? No. Okay, so I used to work for a health and fitness company selling personal training sessions. Sorry, pause. I need a personal trainer. No, I'm not even joking. I'm not joking, right? I can hook you up on one. I'm a base in London, but I've okay. got all my Is there friends. some, like, base in Shepherd's Bush? But yeah, the thing yeah, is, is I'm scared. Friends. Don't be scared. Go into it with an open mind. Because a personal trainer is there to motivate you and to help you reach your goal. And but personal it, trainers are expensive. It's an investment. No, but you know, no, you're right. You're right. They it's, are. But you need to look at it as an investment. Yeah. And that's, an, and that's again, it comes down to mindset. Personal trainers are expensive, but a Gucci bag or Louis Vuitton bag is not. Or the latest well, trainers. Well, I'm just saying. No, do I'm you just see saying, any no, Gucci I'm just here? Saying, no, I'm just saying. No, but I'm just saying, you know? But yeah. like... No, I hear what you're saying. You it know, is we, an investment. We, we, we misplace our money in the wrong areas some, at times, not all the time. You know, sometimes, but yeah. I was working for a health and fitness company mm-hmm. and they caught wind that I was doing poetry. So they asked me to do, shoot a video for them about becoming a personal trainer and making a career change into health and fitness. Mm-hmm. So I was working with the, the marketing team and the visual team and we shot the video at different locations. One of the locations was in Camden. So when we finished the poem, I mean, when we finished, yeah, when we finished shooting, because it was in Camden, I was with the team, they were like, do you want to just shoot one of your, one of your poems here? I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. So we shot the video in Camden and I posted it on my Instagram. And that's where people started talking about, sorry, Terrell, when did you start doing poetry? Where, mm-hmm. where did that come from? And that's what kind of started the momentum, that video. And that was, I think I was done in like September, 2017, that video mm-hmm. went, went live on my Instagram. And then from there, that kind of like just opened up started the momentum of the whole kind of poetry and who are other poets that you look up to because i'm not gonna lie i used to fancy george the poet but now i don't 
No, I don't. Because like, no, that's cool. Like, I just like no. Because like, I used to why? like him. Why? And then I remember when I was working for this organization, was doing there was some kind of event, and I was going yep. to it, and he was going to be there. Yep. So I sat at my desk. I wrote him a letter. I think I was asking him to be like an ambassador or something like that. Yeah. And I met him at this event, and I gave him the letter. I'm still waiting for his response. Five years later, what's going on? And also, when I met him, he was a bit like. I was like, hi. He was like, hi. I was, I was just like, okay, this is awkward. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to you, George, the poet, innit? I bet he's your best mate. Oh my God, this is awkward. No, he's not. He's... I bet he's, you're going to be like, that's my cousin. No, 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 no. <laughs> so obviously, George is from St. Refs and I'm from Church Road, which is you know him? a stone throw away from each other. I don't personally know, but we've got, we, we have some mutuals. I do listen to his podcast, though. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? And he has DM'd me, and I've DM'd him back, and I ain't got a response. So. Oh, okay, so it's not just me. Nah, he's, That's he's George, right, you know, he's, he's George. But George, will fa- George is the ambassador yeah. of spoken word. He's you know great. I mean? He's paved the way for, you know, people like myself. But again, I feel, you know, what George has done and what I'm doing are two different things. Yeah. You know, it's a different element of the craft itself. Mm. You know, um... Obviously, people are more are aware of spoken word and poetry because of George the Poet. Mm-hmm. But I feel, for me personally, not that George hasn't done this or hasn't been doing this, I'm engaged in a different audience where, again, I don't know what the feedback is from George, but you know, I've got people with messaging me, I've got voice notes from people who, they never listened to poetry until they heard me. They never liked it until yeah, they heard me. Yeah, I've heard that as well. People saying, like, I didn't really like poetry, but I liked his poem. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say, you know? And it's my style, it's my delivery, it's, and it's, it's what I say. And, um, you know, it, just to answer your question in terms of, you know, who who, who do I look up to? Yeah, who's inspired you? Who's inspired me? Um, I don't... It's not even a thing of, like, who's inspired me, but I've made some really cool friends and mm-hmm. connections with poets in the industry mm-hmm. and one of those friends who i now call my brother is a poet by the name of mr reed follow him on instagram mr underscore reed mm-hmm. three numerical number three bad this brother is so dope and again it's not about competition but he offers something different, different. his yeah. style his flow is absolutely amazing mm. and he's He's younger than me, but he's like little big brother. He's like my bigger brother. Mm-hmm. You know, I call him. If I got a write, if I got writer's block, if I if I if I if I'm right when I'm writing new material, yo check this out. I voice know him. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it a lot longer than me, mm-hmm. and you know I, I really look up to him. And as we said before, there's there's room for everybody anyway. Do you so know what I mean? So we can all shine. Room. Definitely, you know what I mean. That again, like what I'm doing is building a network and building a team of artists. Um, not even necessarily artists. Just, just I'm just networking. I'm just literally just building a, a network of mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, who I will call upon at some point in this journey mm-hmm. for their services. And if you ever need me to do another poem, oh, one hundred percent. I'll be. I definitely do. You know do what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, hundred percent. And um, yeah, my thing is creating opportunities for people. Yeah. And for me personally, I've always been person so i love negotiating i love business i love sitting down in a room and talking you know going over terms and terms and conditions and negotiating so you know i say that with this thing is bigger than me it's bigger than terrell lewis 
it's not about me as much as my name's on the flyer and I'm being spoken about mm-hmm. it ain't about me what comes thereafter is gonna literally blow you guys away kind of, and the, the vision is for example Russell Simmons had a vision he created a platform for comedians Death Comedy Jam people came through like you know Martin Lawrence Bernie Mac and again as much as Russell Simmons so you know when you watch Death Comedy Jam Russell Simmons presents Death Comedy Jam mm-hmm. but it was the home to people such as Martin Lawrence Chris Tucker Chris Rock and that's what this is Terrell Lewis presents the Comedy Jam it's showcasing talent mm-hmm. but in saying that I was having another conversation with somebody so obviously with my show I allocate five open mic night slots okay but the slots you just don't sign up and register right you have to get my approval okay it's quality control mm-hmm. and the reason for that is because you know if you haven't been to my show my show reflects a certain sound a certain style that people gravitate to and if you don't fit that not saying that you're not good it's just that you're not right you're just that's... not right yeah. for that show and that's all it is so um, how often do you do your show there's not really a, a systematic structure to it you know it's like mm-hmm. every month like he wants to grow it to a point where we're doing one a week okay you know, so that's a lot of commitment. That is a lot of commitment. That is a commitment. But for me, you know, I have plans. I want to take my show on the road. As I mm-hmm. said, I've got people calling me in Manchester, overseas. Mm. You know, this is this is a movement. As I said, I'm building a team because this journey is going to be incredible. That's good. Like I'm, and I'm literally, this is year one. Mm-hmm. I haven't even, December the 17th or 18th will be one year since my first video that went viral okay at the LOL show mm-hmm. and I should have bought my diary but if you see the timeline of what I've achieved in one year it's phenomenal that's good and I think it gives hope to other people as well oh, that are listening that are watching you do you know what I mean they'll they'll be able to relate to you and be like look if he can do it I can do it of course you do can. you know what I mean and that's why I think it's important for people to share their gift, share their talents, because you don't know who you are inspiring. Do you know what I mean? Yep. You, you never know. And one thing I noticed actually on your Instagram is that you replied to every single comment. Wow. No, that's really nice. Look, I've been wow. stalking. I've been stalking. Oh my God. I've been stalking. No, that's amazing. Do you know how amazing that is? Because I was talking to someone about it. I was talking, I had this conversation. When I was doing the live, that day after I'd done the live, I was talking to one of my friends. And I said to her, I was like, listen, you don't understand. These people have taken the time out to comment. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big celebrity. Yeah, I don't have a team that's managing my Instagram page. So if somebody comments, I'm going to comment back. I will, I will find, this, you know, there's days where I'm sitting and I'm scrolling and I'll, I will reply back to every single person or I'd like it all. Yeah. It's just to show my appreciation because yeah. these people are supporting me. Mm. Obviously, I can appreciate it's harder when you've got 5 million followers. But mm. for the time now where my following is, well, it is, I'm not going to say it's little. Yeah. But, to, you know, and, I've, and, I, and I'm in a position to respond, mm. I'm going to respond. Yeah. No, I think that's nice. And I think it makes people comment more as well. And they'll be like, oh, my God, you've replied to me. Yeah, like they, yeah, they will like people that like that, that i noticed that yeah i was yeah. looking through and i was like oh he's replied to this person replied to that. like every single one yeah. everyone that wrote a comment you've replied to and i think that's good <laughs> so it shows that you're humble do you know what i mean i try to be man i and I, I, I gotta be because as i said in the beginning i'm appreciative of everything i don't want to say i'm a nobody because mm-hmm. i am a somebody but yeah 
quote unquote. I'm, I'm, we're I'm always not, somebody. Yeah, we're always somebody. But I mean, mm. I come as I just, I'm just any guy. Mm. You know, so why should I not reply? Who am I yeah. to not reply? Yeah, no, but you know, not everyone has that attitude. Though. No, I hear you. Literally, some people just think they're better than other people, and I no, hate that. I love people that, that are just, do like, you know what I mean, down to earth. I'm so humble. Like, and I think that's a, that's a, another reason why I'm getting the support that I'm mm. getting because people who know me are feeding it to other people mm-hmm. and it's just that kind of, not chain reaction, but it's just yeah. that information's feeding through to everybody yeah. else. You know? And then because, people that don't know you, though, it comes across in your poetry. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I saw some other stuff that you did on your Instagram as well about black men. I thought that was a really nice poem as well. Oh, Rise Young King. Yeah, um, so that was, yeah, that was the... Um, that's what I've done at the Black Magic Awards, the men's edition in June. Although you're humble, yeah. a little birdie also told me that. I don't know who, where you're getting your research, your sources from, is it? I'm psychic. So a little birdie told me that your pet peeve is ashy ankles. Ah, okay. No, and no, a crusty exactly footback. <laughs> so my question no, to you is, oh and yeah. we're not getting our feet out because I don't play with feet. I don't like feet, okay? Yeah. But my question to you is, what is your foot care routine? Have you just come from a pedicure, Terrell? No, not at all, not at all. Like, I got really, I love my football, man. I've got a smooth football. <laughs> I've got a really nice smooth football. I'm how do you great. get a smooth football? Can you tell the know. listeners how they get, like... I don't know. Sheer butter. Just sheer butter. Sheer butter. Do you use that scrubber thing in the bath, like, to scrub, you know, like... The palmer stone, the under. To be, you know what, it, my mum, yeah, my mum always taught me about foot care. Really? We used to, um, especially because I play football as well, we used to, to come home. Come, we used to come home, uh, my mum's got this little foot spa thing. I remember as a kid, we used to come home, like, we used to soak our feet. My mum always used to treat my feet. Mm-hmm. My mum's dope. Treat my feet. And, you know, we used to come soak it, treat it, get the little towel in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then I'm just kind of just taking care. So... All your exes, have they had good feet? All my exes. I haven't had many. <laughs> okay. I haven't had, yeah, I haven't had many. How many have you had? Exes. Two. Two exes, okay. Okay. So how were their feet? Was that the reason you fine. broke up? No, their feet no? were fine. <laughs> absolutely fine. So now you're going to get DMs of people's feet? You know, no, like, I don't have a foot fetish. Guys, foot send him pictures of your feet. No, God, I don't have a foot fetish. Um, no, with that, with that interview, um, I, was, it was, I was trying to think, but it was... I was thinking on my feet and I was like, uh, okay, yeah, I hate, I hate ashy feet. Okay, what's another pet peeve? Do you um, want to know what mine is? Yeah, go on. What's your one? So, um, mine, my pet peeve is men that don't like to go on dates. Like, we're in an era where men are like, I'm not spending money on you, I don't know you. Sorry. Excuse me. What? I had a guy, right? Oh, I had a guy tell me that I'm immature because okay. I wouldn't let him come over and cook for him. The first time I met him, I was like, I don't know you. You could be a killer. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I want to come to your flat. But well, as soon as they know you live on your own, Terrell, they're on it. They're like, when can I come over? No, I hear you. Like, no. Um, don't tell me you don't do dates. No, nah, you know what it is? I don't like that word, date. I hate I, I hate the word, I've date. I've never been on a date in my life. I don't like it. And it, I proper... It makes it awkward, doesn't it? get my back up when people say it. I cringe. I don't like the word. Like, so what would you date. use? Just a meet? Yeah, like, like, do you want to go out? Like, like, let's just go out. Yeah, and again, because I haven't been in the dating scene for, you know, a very, very long time. So mm-hmm. obviously it's changed a lot since yeah. when I was last in it. And people like to title things. And I don't... For me, right where I am right now, I don't like that. I don't... You know, you, you meet people and they're... 
like, well, I'm looking for a relationship. If you're not looking for a relationship, then this this ain't gonna work. That's me, you know. And you're like, no, but you can't do that because you. And this is this is. Uh, well, you know what? You can do that because it's mm. your preference. But people need to let things happen organically. Yes. A lot of people want to influence and have control. Mm. If you're not doing this, then mean you can't talk. Where just right. be friends. Right. No, I hear you. Right. But can I say right? Yes, you can. If. Because I never used to, like, when I used to speak to guys, I never used to specify yeah. exactly what I was looking for because I didn't actually know what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. But, and however, well, you can get into, into situations. I've gotten into situations where it's like, you could be seeing someone for a year and a half, you know who you are, and wow. it doesn't go anywhere. Do you know what I mean? And then they're telling you, oh, I'm not in the job that I want to be in, I can't bring anything to a relationship, blah, 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 blah. But we're doing all relationship stuff anyway. So mm-hmm. what's the point? So now I'm like, when I speak to new men, I'm like, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm not going to have, like, a fuck buddy for a year and a half. It's not happening. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like you do need to be specific because then you know if you're on the same page. And it's when you say, I'm looking for a relationship, it doesn't mean you want one like next week it means that is your end goal whereas if you you could meet a guy and they say no i'm not looking for that like in the next five years i don't want a relationship Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and i think for women as well our clock is ticking tick tock tick tock do you know what i mean well no men can have kids at like six yeah and i hear obviously that you don't work on a biological block i do so if a man tells you right Mm because you're well obviously but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. this is advice for the ladies listening if a man tells you that they're not in the career that they want Mm -hmm. right and they don't feel like they can offer anything to a relationship Mm -hmm. do you believe them because i don't believe i think that's bullshit i think if a man wants you they'll have you if a man says mm. he's not in the career that he wants and he doesn't feel he can offer anything to a relationship, that shouldn't matter. If you're going to... But on the basis of if you see this person has potential and if this yeah. person is doing right by you, then that shouldn't matter. Exactly. Because... And I'm talking from experience. I'm mm. talking from what my daughter's mum done for me. You know, she was a driver. As much as she didn't understand certain things that I was doing... She drove me to do it, and even now she still drives me to do it. I'm not being funny, but she sounds lovely. Like, what's going on? What's going on? Nothing's going on. You know. Shout out to you. Yeah, but now we're still cool. We're still good. We're still known since I was fourteen. Oh. So it's a long time. Aww. Yeah, I know. So you know what I mean. And that's the. And this is the thing. Again, again, it's this comes with age. People just need to just be friends. Get to like literally get to know somebody. Don't get to know any and anybody. It's really simple in terms of the elimination process. Like, mm. if somebody's not on your way, then bin it off because you're just fighting a losing battle just take the time out to get to know somebody mm-hmm. and another thing i'm going to say is if you end up sleeping with someone on a first date it honestly doesn't matter well my last relationship it was you know proof you can spend a night with someone and literally sparks fly and the rest is kind of like history so this high enough coal but again it is making this, them wait i'm not trying to tell everyone to go out there and just open their legs i'm not saying that at all <laughs> i'm not saying that at all that's but what just, you're saying guys no 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 you know what like no what i'm saying is listen to your intuition because i got i would probably say mm. is 99.9 percent right but don't you feel like at the time your gut might be your vagina might be telling you to open it but then the next day you don't hear from them because yeah, at the time a man can finesse you Terrell no, you guys no. have to chat and then yeah, for well, that you night but the you thing think... is you women you women taught us the game we learn everything from I learned everything from a woman even now I'm still learning things from women so there's nothing that I've done that you that's not in your playbook I'm a student you're the teacher right 
you know? So women shouldn't allow themselves to be finessed by men. You guys are smart and you guys are so intelligent. And yeah, and again, this is that whole thing of just reinforcing how powerful you guys are. You guys shouldn't allow yourself to be finessed by men. Many that's not all of us are that smart. And that's even worse if you get finessed by someone who's not that smart. All right, Terrell. All right, right. no, No, that's me. No, that's me. That's me. No, but the thing is, but this is the thing. This is this is real talk. You know, I'm not here to kind of sugarcoat anything. You know, look at signs get presented to you guys or people, and we disregard them. I always tell my friends, don't ignore the red flags. Exactly, the signs are there. Mm. If you're not seeing a man for however long, and there's always excuses or reading messages and replying, I've been that off. Ah, no, 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 he's busy. He will get back to me. Been him off. Been him off. Yeah, yeah I, you know what I mean? I, I don't have time for any of that. Mm. And you lot shouldn't have time. And again, this is another, this is a piece that I'm writing about, about time. You're going to love it. If you come to the show. Yeah. You're going to love Front it. Front row. You're going to love it. I'm writing a piece about time. And we are here for whatever period of time we're here for. Mm. It's not like going to an arcade where you can put in a pound and you can start again. That's mm. it. Well, actually, I don't know. Obviously, this is all energy and energy doesn't, stop it gets transferred so i don't know what happens after this but for the time that we're here in the physical clock is ticking mm. so however you spend your time just make sure and who you spend your time with make just sure, make it's, sure it's productive yeah make sure it's productive yeah yeah so i'm gonna bin him off i'm gonna bin him off I didn't, i'm not saying i'm starting again to be, i'm not saying to you're bin telling him me to bin him off i'm not telling you to bin him off i didn't say i'm binning him off no i just said make i don't sure want to waste my time okay that's fine i'm i need to find my king do you know what i mean and he's not it because okay. he don't answer the phone all right then you got and he said he's not do. ready for a relationship then i, you I don't do know what that means then you gotta do what you gotta do then okay and that's it but i'm not telling you to bin him off i'm just saying you've got to do what you've got to do if i end up being a spinster that's, it's because of you. That's, that's not because of me. Yeah, it is because of you. Take responsibility for your own actions. This is I'm taking thing. your advice. Yeah, you, no, you're not taking my my advice. No, you are taking my advice. But my, I'm not directing you to bin him off. I'm the, what I'm advising you is be yeah. mindful of your time. Okay. That's yeah. Okay. I'm so I'm specifying that listeners. I'm specifying that Joy needs to be mindful of her time. So however you interpret that. What you're saying is, I need to find a new man. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you need to be. But mindful I want to find a new man. Then that's your that's that's, that's your business. <laughs> I mean, that's your at business. your show, I'm gonna find a new man. Okay, I, and I wish you all the best with that. You can find me one. I could, but do I'm you have a brother? To, I've got cousin, two brothers, and uncle. I've got loads of cousins and uncles as well. Are they gonna be at the show? Possibly. My brother's DJ. My brother will be there. Okay. Oh, don't no, don't not a DJ. Well, no. actually, sorry, my brother's in a relationship, so it's hands off. Anyway. Sorry. Shout out to the brother. What's your brother called? My brother's called Rory. Shout out to you, Rory. Yeah. DJ Rules. Follow him on Instagram. R-O-R-Z. Will do. Rules. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, he's got cousins. He's got uncles for the yeah. older ladies, yeah? He's got uncles. Are they single? Uh, I'm just asking for the I listeners. Know, I think so. I, th- I, 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 I don't know. You I, don't know. Okay. So, guys, you need to go to the show. November yeah. the 10th. November the 10th. Follow us at The Poetry Jam. D-A poetry jam on instagram mm-hmm. all the information is there and shout out your instagram as well my instagram ty ty underscore terrell t-e-r-r-e-l-l ty terrell message him he will reply i will reply mm. <laughs> he will reply and um, in the next episode if i'm crying guys because i've binned off my guy then it's terrell's fault 
It's really not my fault. And I'll be DMing you and letting you know that. No, it's nothing to I'll do I'll be like, now I'm lonely. What am I going to do? No, it's fine. I want to focus on my career too anyway. Yeah, you should do that. Mm. You really should do that. Yeah. I'm going to find one of your cousins at your show. Yeah, if no, no, I wish you all the best with that. I do wish you all the best with No, that. I feel like there's, like, you're like, this girl's crazy. No, not at all. Not at all. No, 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 no. Not at all, not Are at your all. cousins single? I think so. No, I'm not involved in that. Like, Do you even know your cousin? Of course, yeah, I know who my cousins are, but I'm not involved in that. Like, it's like your cousin, he's still single. That's not a conversation. <laughs> Do men not talk about these things? Because women diff- talk about it constantly. Yeah, no, we have different types of conversations, but, you know, if it comes up, then it comes up. And if I don't specifically ask people, what's your relationship status? If it comes up, it comes up. Okay. That's not genuinely, generally the thing that um, I would discuss with my cousin. Okay. It's more like, yo, what's going on? Like, I was things with you. And if he says, oh, I've got a new thing still, like, cool with it. <laughs> then, yeah, right? Is that how they say it? Yeah, he does, yeah. My cousin's a proper gangster. Okay. <laughs> so, guys, if you like a gangster, November the 10th, <laughs> you'll be in the audience. Wow. Yeah, I'll be at the front row. I'm going to be there, I promise. I hope you're on the front row. I hope you get a seat in the front row. Sure. I'm on the guest list. What do you mean? I hope you get a seat. You can put me on the guest list. There's no guest list. There's not there's just tickets okay, that are being sold. How do I get backstage then to interview at you? Six o'clock. I'll be I'll be mingling. You'll be mingling. But you have to come and find me because I'm not gonna see you. No no no. You have to come find me. You want the interview. But I can't see you. I'll be on stage. So what am I gonna come on the stage? And then I'll be and then after when the show finishes, like there's an hour where everybody mingles. So I'll be walking around. Cause like so like you have, you have You're gonna to avoid before. me on purpose. Why am I gonna avoid you? Okay, so listen. You're gonna be, you're gonna be like, doors oh, open at six o'clock. So okay. from six uh, till seven, yeah, right. everybody's gonna be interacting. I'll okay. be I'll be there from like four, half four anyway, setting mm. up. So from six till seven, the doors open. So come in, get a drink, food, mingle. Show starts seven. Finishes at nine. Nine till ten, music, mingle again, close. So there's two opportunities for you to catch me. I'll find you. The rest is up to you. I'm not going to find you. This is this is what... This is discrimination. You have to find me. I don't have to find you. This is what chasing your dreams is. But you you can only chase your dreams if you can see your dreams. You're in the vicinity of... I'm not saying I'm your dream, but you're in the vicinity (laughs) of a goal. You're in the vicinity of a goal. I will find you. There you go. That's what I'm going to find. First of all, I'm going to find your cousin. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm gonna get your cousin I to find you. I might be my cousin, so it could be a two for one special. Oh, oh. He knows. And I'd be like, know. "Have you got an eating?" That's what I'm gonna say to him. No problem. So I was telling me about your eating. If you wanna do that, no problem. How's her ashy ankles? That's what I'm asking. Oh my god. I'm gonna ask. I don't him. know what his pet peeve is. That's my pet peeve. Okay. And you couldn't think of another. Is it maybe people asking you about your? Oh, you know, no, pet, no, you know. Okay, so I've got. I'm a, not that I'm a clean freak, but I, I, I can't do mess, yeah. If I wash up and I've packed away and I've, I've done everything, it irritates me if someone puts a plate in the sink. Oh my gosh, you're just like my mother. Honestly, that's Seriously. her pet peeve. My mum and dad, mm. I think they both, like, they're clean freaks. I can't do it. Like, it bugs me. Like, just oh wash God. it up, innit? Like, the one little cup that you just wash it up. You well, can why see... don't you just wash up what you use? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can see the, the sink is empty. So, yeah. How can you come and just put... Nah, it's rude. It's disrespectful. I get, yeah. But also, do you know what's disrespectful? Don't tell my mum... And I hope that she don't listen to this. Mm. Don't tell my mum that I gave you a wet cup of tea. A wet cup of tea? Yeah, it means like, I didn't give you a biscuit, I didn't give you nothing. Like, that's fine. bad. No, it's not fine. My mum will tell me off. Well, I can't I can't eat because I'm doing an interview. So yeah, but before the interview, like I should have given you, like, I should have had biscuits. It's like, what's fine. going on? I've got a, a rotten banana. Not, I mean, a, it's not rotten, banana, but it's not. Yeah. You know it's I mean? just right for banana. But I did bread. offer you a banana. Just now. 
to be fair. No. It's fine. There's apples. It's fine. Fake flowers. It's fine. You don't like flowers either, do you? You think they die. <laughs> you See, I don't... watch that interview. I, oh, my I did my God. research, That's you know. That's good. That is amazing. Like, again, because this is all new to me, isn't it? And I forget some of the things that I've done and the things that I say. And it's like, oh, my gosh. So this is what my life potentially could be like when yeah. I'm actually conducting interviews with people when they get their researches out of it. I just be careful what I put out on social media. Yeah, be careful. But, well, um, I haven't put out anything that's detrimental, to be fair. So. No, it was fine. Do you know what I mean? Girls are going to be creaming their ankles right now. Well, I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that. They will be. But we've come to the end of our interview. Have you enjoyed yourself? It's been absolutely fun and amazing. I think the best part about it was your poem. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I'll yeah, be proud of that. Definitely best part about it was your poem, and I would definitely encourage you to keep writing. I'd encourage anybody to keep to, to write, mm-hmm. even if you like, even for those who haven't, who's, who've never written before, just try it. Yeah. Honestly, just try it. Literally, just try it. And then you never know. It could you be at your show. Never know. You could be performing could one day. Never know. At your show. Because that was I think, yeah, that's, that's what happened with me. I just tried something and. Until you try, you never know. Yeah, but that's exactly what I'm doing with this podcast. There you go. That's it. Great podcast, people. So definitely follow, subscribe, and support. You know, young black women doing their thing, and that's what it's about. We need more support from you guys. You guys help to grow and propel our careers. So keep supporting, and we love you for that. Mm. Always. Yes. So make sure you get your tickets for November the tenth. November the tenth. Yeah. Then nearly sold out. Nearly sold out. Oh, they, they, they sold out. And we had to release a hundred more. Really? I'm gonna get my ticket again. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna get my ticket today. I got paid today. I'm gonna get my ticket today. Okay. And if I don't get a ticket, I'm just gonna hang out, hang outside I'm like just, a groupie. I'm just gonna check to see if there's any left. I'm gonna be like, I know him. I know him. Oh my god. Really? I'm gonna. Be like, I know him. I'm like security. He was in my living room. Security. Room. Security. <laughs> <laughs> he could be like, no, I don't know. I don't know. Shoot. Never seen this girl in my life. No, there's tickets there. There's tickets, okay. The Get your tickets, guys, honestly. Yeah. So that means you have to pay £10 to see. I don't even know how much they cost. Yeah. See? Done my research. Right, guys, that is it for Joy's World, the podcast. Big shout out to Mark Jones, my editor. Thank you so much. Big thank you to Terrell. Do you want to shout out your Instagram just one more time for them? Yes, yeah, so you can follow the Instagram, which is ty, T-Y underscore Terrell, T-E-R-R-E-L-L. The events page is the Poetry Jam, D-A, Poetry, P-O-E-T-R-Y-J-A-M. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Remember, follow your dreams and follow me on Instagram at Joy's World, the podcast, on Twitter at JoyXOXO. Terrell, are you following me on Instagram? Yes, well, yeah. You're not? No. Don't think you are, darling. We'll sort that out. Okay, we'll sort that. Guys, you heard it here first, so you guys can all go and check if you're following me on Instagram. See, once you put it out there to the universe, you have to stick by it. But guys, remember, stay happy, live your best life always.